Hi folks, welcome to the ballpark. How are we doing? Alright, well, excited to get going. Uh, the real deal this week. Kind of fun with the coaches this morning and, you know, we had a tryout and it feels like a, just a regular week. Uh, I know it's Labor Day, but, you know, I see you guys are already out here working your tails off, so awesome stuff. Yeah, ready to get going. So, to quote my good friend Andy Reid, the time is yours. And Chris Ballard uses that all the time, too. I noticed that, yeah. Uh, John, the move with Dorit going on IR, what's sort of his, did he have surgery and what's his situation? Yeah, he had surgery in Philadelphia uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, you know, we just wanted to, uh, you know, use the IR to return uh, designation to be able to, uh, you know, let him uh, rehab and, you know, be able to have him down down the line uh, as quickly as we can get him back. Uh, timelines are all, all different, but that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, once he went to Philadelphia, it seemed like we were probably gonna, he was probably gonna have surgery. John, I know and a few years ago, you talked to us that you were changing your whole scouting and everything like that. Does this department and uh, is this, does this feel like the culmination of that just this season? Um, I don't, I'm not sure about the changing the whole scouting part, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to go back. I think you were talking about how you evaluate, like you evaluating talent. And okay, you, yeah, for the draft, yes. Yeah, we, yeah I'm sorry. Talking. Yeah, we used to have uh, more players. We got to a point there for several years where we had more players on our board. Um, and, you know, it was a really talented football team. Uh, we we're, you know, maybe drafting a little bit for uh, need and who, you know, or whose contracts might be coming up. And, um, you know, we fell into a little bit of rut there a couple times. Um, in general, our acquisition uh, is, is the philosophy has always been the same ever since we worked, walked through the door in 2010. And, you know, um, I think I've talked about the whole building and whether that's, you know, people in, you know, the equipment room or in ticketing and however, you know, the marketing, whoever's affecting the team is, is uh, always going to be uh, contributing to the development of, of our of our team. So of our players and how they how they fit into this building, whether it's Dave helping guys out with, with uh, in his group with social media and, um, you know, uh, their press conferences and and just all their messaging and everything. So I think the it's a, it's a good point uh, on uh, the draft acquisition, but in terms of the person and how we can help them in, in our building, that's never changed. So how, writing that narrative, how exciting it is this week for you to create something new this season? Uh, you mean going from 90 to 53? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm not sorry. sure I understand the question. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. being bumbling my questions. No. So how exciting is it with the narrative of excitement? Oh, the excitement part. Sure. Now of a new season. Sure. Well, we've been talking about the last, you know, what, month now about, um, you know, having the 90 players and having 69 players and what that looks like. And, you know, it's a, it's a game of attrition when you're talking about uh, uh, November, December, January. So really trying to accentuate the, every, all, the, all the guys' strengths and have the coaches really, really feel really good about their development with those players um, and being able to concentrate on a development plan for the uh, practice squad players. And it's really not just 69. Uh, you know, it's, it's really still, you know, the, about 90. We average, I think it's, uh, you know, it's about 120 transactions a year. Um, so there's, there's guys constantly coming through this building and, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. We, we want to be a, you know, championship level team uh, when we get to uh, the latter part of the season. Can you talk about 
couple years and then change your quarterback. Usually in the NFL, there's a bigger dip. What do you think the key has been to sustaining your playoff team last year? Amid <sighs> Great question. I think uh, I think you have to start with Coach Carroll and and his staff and you know having confidence in the, in the players and uh, really biting into their strengths, trying to help them compensate for their deficiencies and. Uh, you know, create that that level of like I said that that I've, I've said this a bunch of times that level of of confidence in guys and that, that we can go play, you know, um, we can go play anybody and be competitive, whether it's home or away. Uh, obviously, we'd like to be playing primetime games here at home, but I'm not sure that's for some reason they've changed that a little bit lately. But he, he started out the practice squad with the change of the rules, you know, how he likes that more access to those guys. From a roster building standpoint, does that change how you guys do things like all of a sudden you essentially have all those extra guys Yeah, absolutely. And then also, you know, balancing uh, you know, how you're gonna, you know, put the best uh, group together, that that best sixty nine most talented and or best team fit type of players, as well as, you know, helping the coaches get prepared for who's gonna be active for this game and who's gonna be inactive for this game. You know, we've, we're, we're still working on some roster stuff as we get through the next couple of days here, and then hopefully, hopefully things will be set, you know, hopefully pretty much uh, tomorrow afternoon and obviously by uh, Saturday morning. Um, so having the benefit of playing at home, maybe we'll, able to make a couple of transactions if we need to on Saturday morning. Uh, but, yeah, you know, being able to, to elevate two guys is a big deal, and then having 16 players, uh, several vets, yeah, so – yeah, it's 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 uh, it's been great. It's 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 hindered uh, people's ability. Uh, teams have done a really good job, especially the last two years, of being really strategic uh, with their roster development. At uh, the uh, when we do cut from um, last year, it was seventy-five. We're going from ninety to uh, fifty-three. There's several teams that kept like you know eleven offensive linemen or seven corners or you know seven receivers so that balance by uh position on the 53-man roster uh, it you know the, having the practice squad has, has affected that um so you know we didn't see quite as many names at the heavier positions or the positions that you would hope would be heavier like offensive line defensive line John, John, uh, going back to the draft i'm sure you're well aware of the debate about Yeah. Obviously, you guys and other teams feel differently about that. What, did, what is it about that position that makes you feel like they're still worthy of that? Uh, the attrition rate, you know, it's a very, very hard position to, to play. You know, they talk about, you know, going back, shoot, I think it was probably like 15, 20 years ago, there was like, you know, the study on the car crash, right? These guys are literally like running into a garage door, basically. Like, you know, it's a very, very difficult position to play. And, uh, you know, if you want to run the ball and you want to be a physical football team, uh, you know, you're going to need more than two or three guys. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the year we brought Marshawn back, we lost three running backs in a matter of like 10 days or something, you know. So, um, yeah, we just we just don't think you have enough. And then also just, you know, taking the best players regardless of, of uh, you know, a specific need or a specific value. And, you know, I can see where it makes sense with when people talk about, you know, salary cap value and, you know, you know, can you replace a player in a specific position? You know, do you have to draft a player based on their, 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 their compensation or their salary cap uh, numbers? I could see where that comes into play, but 
all that's really just part of the equation. And whether that's in the draft or free agency, uh, or, you know, quite frankly, uh, claiming guys right now. Do you have any concern about spilling with the hamstring? A concern? Um, you know, I would say that, yeah, I would, I would, yeah, a little bit. You know, he had a, had a hamstring in the spring, got himself ready to run his 40, um, you know, had a little bit of a setback during camp. So, you know, we got to be smart with it. He's doing great. We'll see how he does this week now. But, you know, physically, I guess, because it's a hamstring, mentally, no, because he's such a tough, you know, gritty competitor. He's going to, you know, he's going he's gonna to go for it. You know, if anything, we're probably going to have to govern him a little bit. Really good, really good. He's, you know, he was taking reps inside, and and uh, I don't think we talked about it, in, you know, around the draft. His 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 route anticipation and, and, and awareness, and you know, feel for uh, you know crossers and and people behind him is is really impressive. His contract. How do you keep that from being a precedent, or do you not mind if it's a precedent next year and the following years? Well, it's it's basically the way we've always done things, so it wasn't. We weren't going to change anything that we did. What was the holdup? Yeah, that's. That, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. I don't want to get into. I mean, I think it's. I'm not sure if it's out there or not. So I don't. To be honest with you, I'm not. I don't want to get into the specifics of what we've just. I would tell you. I would tell you that we're just very consistent with how we approach contracts, and we have to be in order to stay structured, and be able to to you know continue to do business the way we want to do business. Well, my question was based on, is it true his contract was fully guaranteed? Uh, your signing bonuses are fully guaranteed, right. yes. But not the entire No. So, okay. We've heard Pete and some of the players talk about how close this team is. Is that, when you're scouting players, obviously you're you know, watching tape and how that, how do you kind of evaluate like how a guy's going Yeah, you can't truly know until they get here, but you know, like we've talked about before, I think it's it's especially when we bring guys in on thirty visits. So you know, we claimed Drake Thomas, and he had come in on a he had come in on a thirty visit. So you know, being able to see him the other day, and you know, he had been here for two days, and you know, was you know excited to be here and knew the culture. And so I think when you you know you know the the, the area guys and how they feel about the players and how the coaches feel about the players and and their development and the personality, the person, the competitor, uh, how, how, you know, again, how we feel like we can help them is a big deal here. Uh, it's very important to us. And, uh, and we think that, you know, our culture, like we've talked about a bunch, like we're, we're going to work our tails off, but guys are going to have fun. They're going to give each other a lot of crud. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be, I think when you spend as much time you know, evaluating those guys in the spring as we do and, and you know, all the, the Zoom calls and the, all the interviews that we study and everything, it just, it, it becomes, it becomes uh, clear. So it stands out if a guy, you know, is going to be questionable whether they fit in or not. And so then at that point you need to do a deeper dive and, and um, do a little bit more research on them and possibly bring them in or maybe go see them again at their school before it's too late. You guys too late with the, in the draft process, you know. Well, I think our coaches are, are excited about our group. We, you know, as as uh, you know, the, the people in uh, 
you know, that are, that are trying to trying to get a feel for the landscape right now and going over the waiver wire and all that and, you know, possible trades. We're still constantly working on it. I don't think on either side of the ball, uh, the way the um, the way the league's playing out right now in the last several years, and I don't think you have enough offensive linemen or enough defensive linemen. Um, that's not a slight on anybody that's here or on other teams. It's just the reality of it. The numbers are down over the last several years, especially on the offensive line. Uh, defensive line-wise, yeah, we're, 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 constantly, uh, we're constantly looking, and uh, we won't stop. When you guys signed Julian, how much of that was for, like, this scenario here where, like, Jamal's not ready and you need Julian to start next to him? Yeah, I'd be lying to you if I told you it wasn't uh, part of our, our thought process, uh, you know, how Jamal was doing at the time with his rehab. Um, but I would put a percentage on it, like about maybe 10 to 15%. It was more about, you know, uh, the, the player and the competitor and the person. And, you know, we had, we had, uh, we had identified him as one of the better, better players in free agency that we want to try to add to our team. And we just stayed with it during our process. Our guys did a great job of, you know, communicating and then, uh, you know, Matt Thomas and, and, uh, and, and everybody working that weekend um, to to make sure that we could come close to an agreement. Uh, toughness, versatility. You know, he's taking reps at center, uh, left guard, right guard. Uh, yeah, I don't see why he couldn't. You know, take reps at right tackle. I mean, he's he's a versatile guy. That, you know, bends well, and he's been banged up a little bit. You know. Um, He's had some injuries, but uh, really good awareness, good lateral movement, and he's a he's a big, long guy. I think he's at like you know almost 36 inch arms, so uh, has good length and, and, and uses his length um, very efficiently. Uh, you know, sometimes those taller guys can let people uh, get into him a little bit, and he does a really nice job. John, I think it's 41 something percent of your roster first and second year guys. Do you have a target of that, or that's just how this roster? Uh, no, not, not necessarily. It's not necessarily a target, but, you know, uh, you have to, you have to try to balance, you know, your salary cap and how you're paying people at different positions. And, and so obviously, you know, uh, when you have younger players, it's a, it's a smaller salary. So, you know, you have to try to, um, you have to be trying to, you have to try to be smart so you can, you know, Ted Thompson would always say, you know, you keep your powder dry towards the end of the season so you have enough. Uh, cap room and or space to, to in cash to uh, work with towards the end of the season um, for us primarily cap space uh, as we move forward here. What was Derek's surgery specifically? Sorry? What was Derek's surgery specifically? Uh, specifically I wouldn't be able to pronounce it I don't think. No. Uh, I, I forget exactly what they called it but it was uh, it was basically he went to uh, Philadelphia for groin surgery. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, sir. Thank you, guys.